shot a movie once in my hometown. Everybody was in it for miles around. Out at the speed rate, some kind of heavy thing. Well, I ain't no movie star, but I can get behind anything. Yeah, I can get behind anything. All right, we are live. It is Jeff the Freebird Nickerson, and it is week five in the FFL. Through four weeks, some teams are on fire. Some teams would consider themselves a wagon. Well, there's a few teams that are out there that are a wagon with no wheels. They are done. It is over. So it's time to break it down. We're going to do a little power rankings this week. 16-1 to 1 of the FFL. We're also going to break down the games from last week talk about the week five games and we had a couple trades this week we'll hear about all that right after a word from this week's sponsor hello my name is me cole hardman but today you can call me me cole handy man ha 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 the football career is not going well. So I decided to open up Me Cole Handyman. You need backsplash? Me Cole do that. You need carpet ripped up? Me Cole do that. So call today 905-922-2222. Me Cole Handyman. Okay. Okay, thank you for that ad. We are now taking a look back on week four. Week four, some good games. Nothing crazy. Uh, the Georgia Peets over the Las Vegas Freebirds, 106 to 100. Tough matchup. Freebirds, couple changes in the bench spots, and that's a W for them. But the Peets hold it out. Big win. Georgia uh, goes to 3-1. and one. Arizona over Fireball. Fireball falls to 0-4, 96-94. Nice little battle there. Another tight one, the Atlantic City Aces over the Austin Rattlesnakes, 79-77. The Snakes just can't get a W. Then we had the upset of the week. The Vancouver Grizzlies smoking the Bermuda Bluefins. 110-71. to Hate to see it, Bermuda. Next, we had the Bush Boys over the Myrtle Beach Mermen. 129-116. The Mermen put up points, but it's still not enough. 0-4 for the Mermen. Next, we got the Tigers over the Royals. A little bit of a grudge match there. And the Tigers smack up the Royals. Told you it was going to happen there, Queens. Hate to see it. 116 to 90. The Breeze over the Hoyas. 144 to 79. The Breeze are legit. Then we had the Miami Vice over the Dallas Diesel Weights. 113 to 74. Dallas. I don't even need to say it now. I will say it in the power rankings what I think of that squad. Miami is a juggernaut. They are 4 0. Love to see it. Now, let's hear our 16 to 1 power rankings of the FFL. Okay, 16 to 1 power rankings. But before we get to that, let's take a quick 
quick look at the trades that happened this week. Not bad, not bad, nothing crazy. Vancouver traded Devontae Freeman to the Georgia Peets. They got a seventh back. Really nothing else in the trade matters. Got the seventh, gave up an 11th and a 15th. Peets grab another starting running back, even though I think Freeman's terrible. Waste of a trade, but hey, whatever. Grizz get a seventh. Probably not going to do any better for that, for a running back who just got picked off waivers. Uh, Fireball trade Singletary from the Bills to the Atlantic City Aces. Fireball gets back a fourth. Good move for Fireball. Like what they did here. They are definitely throwing in the towel. 0-4. Ready for next year. But I think Dobbins is the starter in Baltimore. He'll prove that as the time goes along. And Fireball will be able to trade him for more picks. Solid move. What else we got? Pretty sure we're done for trades. Nope, one more. We have Fireball again trading Kareem Hunt to the London Royals for a third-round pick. Uh, London gave up Manuel Sanders and a third. Fireball getting another pick. They are loaded for picks next year. Absolutely loaded. While well, London has another good running back. Solid team in London. This team is deep. They are ready to go. Okay, 16 to 1 power rankings. Number 16, it's an easy one. It's the Georgetown Hoyas. This team, they drafted high on wide receiver and it didn't work out. Michael Thomas, Tyreek Hill, both been moved, but they got two seconds. They got a second for each, which you can't really do much better than that, especially wide receiver market. Thanks for that one, Aces. But Georgetown is looking ahead to 2021. Looking at the squad. Really nothing left to trade. I think they might be able to get something for Brady if somebody loses a quarterback. Maybe Jared Cook if he gets back healthy. And maybe a Cole Beasley if someone just wants a bench guy. But other than that, he's going to have to hit the waiver wire. Eh, also, A.J. Brown if Tennessee ever plays. But who knows? Who's Who knows what's going on there? Okay, number 15, we have the Fireball Freaks. Another team that's just... They're moving on to next year. They've decided that it's time to load up, and they've done a really good job of that. They got two picks in almost every in the second, the third, and I'm pretty sure they're getting there in the fourth. So who does he have left that he could still move? Jerry Judy, sure. John Brown, Dobbins. Other than that, meh, I don't see a lot here. Eckler, if he comes back, I could. I think he could come back in six weeks. Then you could trade him too. So there's still some chances for... Uh, Fireball to get, add some more picks. Solid for the 15th spot. Looking ahead to 2021. 20, All right. Now we're going off the board here. I could go with another 0-4 team, but I don't think that's correct. I'm going 14th overall in the league right now. Realistically, looking at the squad, they could be 16th, but they're still trying. So I want to give them a little bit. The Dallas Dieselweights. Guys, just take some time and take a look at this roster and tell me why you think... If you saw this roster, first thing you would think, if you had nothing to do with this league, you jumped on and you knew that teams were able to trade players to get draft picks for next year, you would think when you look at the Dallas Dieselweights, oh, they've already traded two or three guys, obviously, because, I mean, no one's left. They they look worse than the Hoyas. Nope, nope, that's just the D-Weights. That is a 2-2 a two two squad that is starting these players and think they have a chance to win. Last week, he gave a minus four for the spread and started Rob Gronkowski in the flex. 
How'd that work out for you? Well, that was a quick two points, and you put up 70. I would be shocked if you hit 70 this week. There is nothing on this roster that I want, that anyone wants. Just fold it. Just fold it right now. Or just trade. You need to start trading for some players if you're actually going to be going all in because I don't know what's happening here. Blowing it up. What's blowing up going to do? You're going to get a 12th for Mark Ingram? Good God, this team. I'm sorry, Dees. Not even... This isn't even about our rivalry. This is about looking at your squad and physically trying not to throw up. What is happening here? All right, we're moving on. Good God, Dallas. What happened? Like, what happened? All right, so we are at 13, and I'm going to go with the Myrtle Beach Mermen. Myrtle Beach Mermen, this squad is good. There's good players on it. Very good players. Lamar, Amari. Debo, Mixon, Connor, Ertz, Juju, Graham. Like, like, listen to these guys. Mike Williams. Solid defense. The problem is the Darcy curse. He's 0-4. Looks to be going to 0-5. Yeah, I hate to say it, saying it a little early, but just don't see it. The Merman cannot put it together. He needs to do something. Go jump in a lake. Figure, get it off you. Get the curse. Do something. Get the curse away. Because Myrtle Beach is cursed right now. The Darcy curse is strong. There's more questions beside these guys' names than you can imagine. The blurbs are what has happened. Because you know what's happened? The Darcy curse. Hate to say it. All right. The 12th ranked team. We are going to the Austin Rattlesnakes. 0-4. Good players here. Keenan Allen, Mike Thomas, who hasn't played yet. Tough one. And Alvin and the Chipmunks, Kamara, Travis Kelsey. If this team does want to blow it up, there's four guys that are going to get you really good picks. But the Snakes don't want to give it up yet. Totally understandable. Get that. But they need a win this week. They got to start going on a little roll. Because if not, what are we doing here? 0-5? You can't come back from 0-5. This is a must-win week for the Austin Rattlesnakes. Next, we have the Bermuda Bluefins. Bermuda. I mean, you stack Atlanta, and you think to yourself, yeah, I'm, I, I got a chance. This is, this is going to work out well for me. No, nothing with the Atlanta Falcons in the FFL goes well. Last week was a joke for Bermuda. They're 1-3. They said they're now going to – they're thinking about blowing it up. They're seeing what's out there. Well – Here's what was out there. Bermuda was offered a second, a third, and a starting running back for Derrick Henry, who might not play for another few weeks and didn't do it. Why? Because it wasn't enough for the Bermuda GM. This man cannot find a deal that he likes. What more could you want than a second, a third, and a starting running back? It's disgusting. If you don't turn this around, it could be the biggest non-trade in the history of this league. That's a tough look for Bermuda. What else we got here? After Bermuda, we're going to go with the Las Vegas Freebirds. You know what? I'm not happy. 100 points seems like a high week for us. And I just can't. We, we got to get it around here. Last week we lose Cam, but didn't matter. I can't blame Teddy. Teddy was unbelievable. 27 points for us. What happens? I start a defensive player. He puts up zero. What was the problem with that defensive player? Thursday night, I was about to pick up Bradley Chubb. Said, let me do it. Need a guy in the lineup. Looks like he could destroy the Jets. Then thought, you know what? 
I had a good week last week on my defense. Going to keep it the same. Bradley Chubb, 13.5 points. The guy I kept, zero. Zero. This is not going well for the birds. We need a win this week. We got the mermen. We always smack up the mermen, and we're going to do it again. Like my squad, when Cam's healthy, we're good. Will Fuller, Tyreek Hill, Miles Sanders. He's got a tough week this week. Gibson now with a quarterback that can actually get him the ball. Gibson's been good for me. Solid with him. Tight end is a disaster. I'm averaging two points a week. Can't be doing that. Montgomery, I'm going to need a lot more, fella. A lot more. First week, we throw up seven points. They're not even giving you the ball. Get him the ball. Get him some points tonight. Get a touchdown. Do it for the birds. After that, who do we have next? We have the Vancouver Grizzlies. What a shocker. Two and two. This team sucks. There's no way around it. Team sucks, but they got hurt. They're battling. They're trading. Every time a guy has a good week, they're trading them. That's what you need to do because you haven't had a, you didn't have a great draft, but you're finding little gems in the waiver wire. You're moving them out. Solid moves. Um, who's he got left? He's got a couple guys he can still trade. Robbie, Robbie Anderson has had a good year. Robbie Anderson's going to go for a pick for sure. Gaskins, Man, they keep giving this guy the ball in Miami. I don't know why. He is not good. If you actually look at his stats, watch him. He's not good, but he keeps getting points. So, I mean, you're going to be able to move him. Greg Olson, maybe. Uh, Tanya, that's that's the best tight end we've seen in a while. Especially Green Bay going to use a tight end. That's scary. That's a guy people are going to want after this bye week for sure. Um, other than that, nah, not really anybody. Maybe Coleman when he comes back. Defensively, no, you're not going to be moving any of those guys. But Vancouver, good job. Way to keep it around. Doing well. Shocking 2-2. Two and two. The most shocking 2-2 two and two in the league. After that, we have the Arizona Big Red. Big Red are battling. The Daryl Henderson trade for a fourth. I was saying, yeah, I like it. It looks good. Good move. Then he gets with the ball, what, four times last week? Not what you wanted to see after that trade if you were Arizona. But they pulled out the win. Dak, Dak's putting up crazy fantasy points. Number one, best player in fantasy. No questions asked. Stud. Tyler Lockett, good. Devontae Parker, good. Frank Gore. Just people need to stop with Frank Gore. I'm sick of it. I get it. I would rather watch Frank Gore Jr. play than Frank Gore. I'm over the Frank Gore stuff. Envid Ingram, he's on the Giants. For some reason, they don't get him the ball. Waste of time. AJ Green. AJ Green's a plug. AJ Green's done, I think. I am I'm over AJ Green. Watching Bengals games. For some reason I bet on the Bengals every week. It's worked. These guys cover the spread. AJ Green is not the star of that team. That is for sure. They're moving on. AJ Green should be moving on. Uh solid team though. I like it. We'll see what happens. They could go. This is a team that's gonna be on the fringe of the playoffs. They're gonna be battling the whole time unless they blow it up. It's up to them. After that, we have the Georgia Peets. The Georgia Peets. The Georgia Peets. Beat me by six. You know what? I don't love this team. Going to be honest with you. Running backs, Kenyon Drake is done. Kenyon Drake has done nothing this year. I think Edmonds is a better player. I think Arizona is just scared to do it. But it's time to get rid of Drake. He is is just not working out. Allen Robinson is a beast. Get that guy a quarterback. And watch him cook. Like he should just be leaving Chicago to go find a quarterback because he is so good and he's just being wasted in Chicago. DJ Moore, 
Teddy's loving a little Robbie Anderson more than DJ Moore, but who knows? DJ's a good player. I'm sure that'll turn around. D. Watt. The Watson is a stud. Obviously, obviously, he's going to improve with B.O.B. out of there. There's no way that the Texans are not going to be firing on Sunday. I think that's going to be a good game for them. Watson should go off. Melvin Gordon, not a Melvin Gordon guy. Plug. Mark Andrews. Solid. Cooper Cup, my boy. Good. This is a playoff team. If they blow this and they don't make the playoffs, that's totally on the GM because I like what I see from the starters. Don't love the running backs. He's loaded up on a bunch of running backs. Maybe he's going to trade him for a better one. That's what I would do. Maybe a two-for-one, a three-for-one. Get a stud running back because the Peets need it. Next up, we got the Mimico Tigers. Solid team here. Took Goff. I had go- I drafted Goff late, dropped him, and they've grabbed him, and he's been a player. Been a solid almost every week. You got Scary, Mate- Scary Terry now with Kyle Allen, who can actually throw the ball deep. That might help. Hollywood Brown, I mean, he puts up points. What can you do? Chris Carson, every week you're going to see a question mark beside his name, and he's still going to deliver. He just gets touchdowns. Can't beat that. Jarek McKinnon. He's putting up points every week, 10 points a week. Can't You don't want anything more than that. Um, Hunter Hurst, fine. Oh, Hayden Hurst, Hunter Hurst, Hunter Hurst Helmsley. What am I saying? And C.D. Lamb, beast. A- Aaron Jones, beast. Baker Mayfield, I'm a Baker guy. Get Baker back in there. Um, and other than that, not much. Good team, solid team. Mimico, looking like a playoff team right now. Uh, after that, we have the London Royals, the London Royals, Russell Wilson is going to go off this weekend. The Vikings secondary is pathetic, pathetic. Russell Wilson, I could see him being the top quarterback this week. So you can't go wrong with that one. Probably the MVP because everybody wants him to be. Robert Woods, Mike Evans, those guys are going to put up points. Jonathan Taylor, Thomas, solid running back. I wouldn't be moving him. I think he's just going to keep getting better all year. Kareem Hunt, good pickup. With Chubb out for at least six weeks. He's a stud. He'll put up points. Higby, he gets points every week. And Robinson from Jacksonville, he's a starter. I can see why they were trying to go for Henry. Oh, did I let that one slip? But... Right now, very solid team. One of the best teams in the league, the London Royals. Next, we have the Atlantic City Aces. Pat, Mahomes, Hopkins, Higgins, Jacobs, Singletary, Henry, and White. Higgins starting is not what you want to see, but Godwin's been hurt for a couple weeks. Not much you can do there. Marvin Jones is on by. This is a good team, solid. I like the Singletary pickup. I don't know if it's gonna if he's gonna keep it going all year. Who knows? But he looks solid right now. Jacobs is an absolute beast, and Mahomes, you know, is putting up twenty every week. So the Aces are in a good spot, which you don't usually hear. Good for them. They are looking good. Next is the Buffalo Bush Boys, one of my favorite teams in the league. Josh Allen, uh, and a couple good wide receivers here with Shark and Thielen, and then you got Zeke. Zeke hasn't even picked it up yet. Zeke's, Zeke's got to get going. And this team's 3-1, and one, and I still don't feel like they've seen the best of Zeke, which is scary. Um, Harris, I like this little guy that they got on the Patriots now. Just came off and looking solid. Kittle, 
absolute freak beast. That's a good pick. And Landry, I mean, if he's going to throw touchdowns and still get 60 yards receiving, that's 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 going to work for you. That's going to work. A uh, little, little weak on the bench for the Bush boys. That's why I didn't have them any higher. Good defense. Uh, Bush boys, though. Josh Allen. Woof. Watch out. Okay, now the final two teams that have distanced themselves from the rest of the league. I think these are the best two teams by far. First up, the Miami Vice. Kyler Murray, Stephon Diggs, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. These guys are putting up points every week. The fact that Miami is 4-0 and T.Y. Hilton is on the side of a milk carton says a lot. If they get him going at all, this team is deadly. I like what I see here. Kyler puts up points every week. Delvin Cooks, he's the best running back in football right now. It's not close. He has the most rushing yards. He is putting up points every week, even though the Vikings suck. Justin Jefferson putting up points every week, even though the Vikings suck. This team is solid. Good for the Vice. Hell of a start. 4-0. And now the top team in the league. Massive week last week. They are loaded. Odell looks back to the old with an actual coach. DK Metcalf is a superstar. And that reminds me. The FFL lock of the week this week is DK Metcalf over receiving yards. It's probably going to be around 70. But whatever it is, we are taking the over. He is going to destroy the Viking secondary on Sunday night. DK over that is the FFL lock of the week. Todd Gurley. Don't love the Todd Gurley spot here for this team. Brian Hill, who is on the Freebirds, is someone that I know the Breeze are interested in because they've seen Gurley run, and it ain't pretty. They got C-E-H. This guy's a stud. I know it doesn't look great right now, the trade with Kamara, because Kamara keeps going off, but I see an injury coming for Kamara. He's not a guy that I think can play all 16 games. Well, I think this little Brian Westbrook remix is going to dominate all year. Darren Waller, absolute beast. This is the best team in the league. They got to make some moves. They are 4-0, but they keep putting up crazy amounts of points. They got some buys this week. Aaron Rodgers obviously off, so that's going to hurt. Could this be the first week that the Breeze go down? We will see. But right now, after four weeks, that is the power rankings. The best team in the league is the Curtis Breeze. I ain't jinxing you. I'm just saying, right now, you're hot, bud. Keep it going. All right, that is it. For the power rankings. Now let's quickly take a look at the week five matchups and I will give my picks. We have the Georgia Peets over the Vancouver Grizzlies. Sorry, Grizz, it ain't happening this week. The Peets moved to four and one. We got the Royals getting back on track over the Georgetown Hoyas. That one won't be close. Woo, here's a good matchup. We have the Buffalo Bush Boys and the Miami Vice. Easily the game of the week. I have the Bush Boys squeaking it out over the Miami Vice. Next up, we have the Curtis Breeze and the Bermuda Bluefins. Bluefins. That that roster is just not happy right now. They know that they're in trade talks, and they know their GM wants to move them, but he just wants too much for everybody. The Breeze shouldn't win this week without Aaron Rodgers, but I'm giving this one to the Breeze. They're going to 5-0. and oh. Next up, we have the Austin Rattlesnakes and the Fireball Freaks. Two 0-4 teams, both 
need a win. Well, not really. Fireballs knows what they're doing. They're getting ready for next year. Austin still is trying, so we're going to give this one to the Snakes. They're getting on the board with their first win. Next, we have the Atlantic City Aces and the Dallas Dieselweights. This one won't be close, boys. It's another one for the Aces. Put it on the board, D-Weights. Good God. All right, the Mimico Tigers and the Arizona Big Reds. Solid matchup here. Going to give this one to Mimico. I see them squeaking it out. I think Carson could have two touchdowns Sunday night. So Mimico is moving on with another W. And in our last matchup, we have the Las Vegas Freebirds and the Myrtle Beach Mermen. Myrtle Beach. I said at the week one pod that the Darcy curse is the realest thing in sports. Some people laughed. Some people thought I was kidding. Well, he's 0-4. Everyone on that team has had injury concerns. Luckily, knock on wood, no one's actually got hurt, so he can trade those guys to the teams that are actually in it. But Myrtle Beach, that curse is real. And the birds need a win, so we're going birds by a billion. That is week five. That is the FFL. Let's go.